Hi, welcome to Comic Talk. I'm Joshua. And I'm Drew. And this week we are talking about Black Science by uh, Rick Remender, Teo Scalera, and Dean White. Do you remember? Remember, don't worry. Remember the times. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is volume one, uh, which we tend to do. Right? It's a good place to start. Yeah, it is. Uh, how it's to the best f- place to start, actually. How to Fall Forever is the name of this, which uh, is pretty apt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, like a science fiction-y sliders. Yeah, they're hopping uh, parallel universes, basically. Yeah. Not uh, necessarily parallel. But dimensions or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, the whole thing is like the whole string theory. Like every time somebody makes, makes a decision, it splits off and creates right. like a whole other universe that right. follows like from that point. Um, so logically, you end up getting some really weird shit, you know, because of decisions that were made for fucking ever ago, and like where they end up because of the plot device, which we will get to, is uh, you know highly affected by that. Right, right, and this yeah, this definitely reminds. This is like the comic book attempt at Sliders and uh, Stargate and sh- shitloads of other things that the have Fargate. Yeah, yeah. The, there's been lots of stuff that's done this kind of thing before, but I don't think yes. I've ever seen it in a comic. No. no. So that's kind of cool. I'd rather read this than watch Sliders. Yeah, me too. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, so let's start out like we usually do for the people who can't stand to watch videos that are longer than two and a half minutes. What do you think of it? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think if I had read it at a certain point in my life, it would have been like my shit. Yeah. You know, um, being several years past that point, it was kind of like a almost a nostalgic for maybe that time sort of experience, and you know it played into that greatly. So, uh, based on that, I found it pretty enjoyable. I did too. Yeah, um, this is something that I have owned since like right after it came out. I feel like I bought this. When did it come out? A year, year and a half ago. Okay. And I really I started reading it. And I just stopped, man. Like when it came out, mm-hmm. uh, it got put on the pile, and then I never even thought about it. I completely forgot about it. It sat there, uh, and then I just saw it maybe a month ago, and I was like, "Wait, this is probably good." I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be good. I mm-hmm. bought it with the intent of reading it. Why did I stop? I don't know why I stopped. Uh, it's a little dense and strange at first, maybe. Um, just it's not in, too bad. In that it, there's not a lot of sense in what's going on. It seems I expected it for some reason to be a little less adventury. At the- yeah, you know what the first issue reminded me of was uh, Weird World. Yeah, me too. Like the Battle Worlds, Weird mm-hmm. World. Yeah. Yeah, but without like all the. Well, maybe it had some, but it didn't feel quite as. Um, Fantastical in the writing department, like it seemed. It was more sciencey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Black science. Yeah. I so I didn't really buy into it at first, but I got a lot more into it the second time around when I was reading it, and it it turned out a lot weirder than I expected. I thought it was really from the first issue. It seems like it's going to ride pretty heavily on just sort of wacky weirdness. Yeah, the dimensional hopping. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you go to the second issue and it's like, uh, wait, what is it? It goes like the war, you know, where like like the Native Americans 
right. were never uh, conquered kind of thing, and it's like, what? You know, yeah, now futuristic and shit. Yeah, yeah, it seems like maybe it's just going to be, you know, one-off over and over again, but as you get about halfway through that when you start to see it coalesce a little more and make a little more sense, and, and then I really sure. started to really dig it. And the thing that I also like about this is it brings up, given I haven't seen every episode of Sliders or even the vast majority of them, but things that you wouldn't necessarily consider as possibilities becoming possibility. Um, one instance, spoilers from this point on, is when like other worldly parents came and were like, look, you're going to fucking kill your kids. Like, just let us take them because like, this is going to happen. We've been dealing with this for a while already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, when you're in this sort of setting, you know, that's something that you wouldn't even consider happening, but it's a definite possibility. Like somebody coming and being like, I know what you're going to do and you're going to fucking ruin everything. Right. You know, but then like, do you trust that person? Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what else this reminded me of? Hmm. Uh, you might laugh at this, but Rick and Morty. Yeah, I could yeah, see that. Yeah, it's like a really serious fucking Rick and Morty with mm-hmm. take out all the jokes. We're going to die, Morty. You know? <laughs> Every one of us. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're always hopping around from different dimensions. There's lots of different Rick and Mortys running around. Yeah. You know, uh, but they're kind of like Rick and Morty Prime, like the best version. Right. Whereas this is like, what if Rick and Morty was about like one of those shitty Rick and Mortys you see? that really don't have their shit together even worse. You know what right, I mean? And right. then it was like a real straight take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, that's kind of what this feels like to me. Uh, by the time I was to the end, I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, you know, like I was really getting vibes like that. Because it that comes back to where like the first issue or two, you don't quite see what's going on yet. Like, you, I really didn't understand that like those weird frog people were really just another version of like humanity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like they were just, they just happened the first time to jump to a pretty distant version, right? So when they start coming, like after that, they kind of start coming back to ones that are closer mm-hmm. in some ways, you know? And so then it starts to dawn on you. And really when it all came together for me was about, I think about two thirds of the way through when he comes across like the weird other version of himself mm-hmm. that's like a weird like alien looking thing but it's clearly yeah. still got the same shit going on like it's mm-hmm. building the thing that he's building and it's clearly like him right uh at that point i really felt like what i had read up to that point uh kind of clicked together and made it a lot better but i had to get most of the way through it before what i read before i ended up liking you know what i mean yeah, I could see that. Um, that one I was kind of predicting, so it wasn't quite as weighty maybe for me as it was for you. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed it like from the first issue. Like, I really enjoyed the weird world thing. You yeah. Know? So something else that's given me that vibes. Hell yeah, dude, yeah. I'm on board. Sure. Overall, I I feel like there's a lot of things in here that has been touched on by a lot of other media, but he's surprisingly. Fresh. fresh on his take of these concepts mm-hmm. like they're they're not even tropes necessarily I don't want to go and say that he's using a bunch of tropes because he's really kind of not mm-hmm. which is what makes it so fresh I think is sure. is he's done com- he put a lot of thought into yeah this. he's completely mm-hmm. sidestepped a lot of the things that you would expect to happen and kind of going a, a lot of weird other mm-hmm. directions with it mm-hmm. oh 
Yeah, and leaving questions about what the hell's going on carefully, like, throughout the story. Like, mm-hmm. why does everything die so easy? Yeah. You know, another dude comes and says, you know, the shit isn't even real. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck does he mean by that? Right. You know? So, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of seeds planted for excellent long-term storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, again, being a fan of the the short-term, like, uh, arcs and then the long-term, it's a great book. Yeah, yeah. And it's it fulfills... Like that adventure itch that I personally have. Um, the adventure category of book is so like pockmarked and filled with young adult titles. It's it's rare that you get like an adventure title, like really just characters going on a wacky, wild adventure that isn't. Sort of just that, yeah. Like that, some Hanna Barbera shit. Yeah, that's yeah. you know just kind of below an adult reading level, mm-hmm. you know, or really uh, no nuance really teased out of it. And this manages to do that while still really being a pretty pulpy adventure. Sure, you know this this is something that sixty years ago would have been you know a dime store story that would now be something people go back and read. You know what I mean? Even now, nine times out of ten, you know, I could see, you know, something that on paper is similar to this being sold at the grocery store. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, there's... there's um, I kind of put it in that realm of, of pulpy work that sort of um, punches above its weight yeah. class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I always love. Anytime... You know, somebody takes a genre that before that I was not a fan of at all and makes me a fan of it by the end. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super into it. And sci-fi, you know, I was getting to the point where it's like, okay, like, I like sci-fi. We've read enough good sci-fi, like, for this alone mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, there's obviously good shit out there. But, yeah, the just the real, like, adventure, because a lot of the sci-fi that we really get into isn't necessarily adventure-based. Right. Like, Vision, right. I would say, you know, is not, like, adventurous no, at no. all. Descender really isn't even particularly adventurous. It, no. Even though I mean, it has a, a big world, yeah. but, you know, adventurous, yeah, no, not necessarily. And this is definitely that. So it's cool to see, um, you know, the nuance from that opposite side woven together with what you usually hate about things. Right. You know? Right, exactly. Uh, and I, I think that this does it particularly well. I'm not always a huge fan of Reminder. So that was one of the things that going into this, uh, I was kind of hit or miss on. I I don't always love his work. So, mm-hmm. but this one is more of, I f- it's more fun, I think, than some of his other stuff that I've tried to read. It's a fun book. It is fun. Uh, but it's also like a lot of terrible shit happens to people. Yeah, yeah it does. So let's talk about the art, because it deserves to be talked about, um, it's pretty vibrant and intense, right? It's very intense. Intense is probably the, the most apt adjective that I can think of. I mean, it still has that imagey kind of feel to it, but then also not really. You know, it feels like... How would you describe it? What do you think it's pulling from? Because it's definitely pulling for something... Christ, I don't, I don't even know. It's... It's so, the hue and, and saturation is so heavy in the coloring, especially. Almost like maybe like fan art or something like that, like sci-fi fan art. Yeah, like, or yeah. like uh, the sort of shit that you buy 
at like uh, a fair, you know, like a geek fair that like nerdy they guys call them conventions now. Could, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> geek know. fair. Geek fair. <laughs> I like geek fair. It's That's good. The best. Right? Yeah. Like. Uh, like the shit that you you see people put on their their walls, right? Like the mm-hmm. very vibrant, like landscapey other yeah. world. A lot of this um, is fucking indoor, you know? Yeah, acrylics yeah. and shit. Like it's it's really, I mean, vibrant is like oh, out of control vibrant coloring, which mm-hmm. uh, just immediately kind of puts it on a weird, different plane than what I'm used to looking at. Sure, and also the space bit kind of gives a lot of leeway for that like solid black too which mm-hmm. is perfect complement for all the vibrant purples and yellows and shit yeah it's great yeah and it's i mean they just go crazy as well with like how everything looks there's so many crazy ass different aliens and characters yeah, and, and just the background detail like i was looking at it as you were thumbing through it and it's like the care put into it, every centimeter of these fucking panels is yeah. amazing yeah it is it's it is uh similar in a lot of ways although the artistic style is different it does remind me a lot of del mundo's stuff especially like weird world right mm-hmm. like it's it's extremely vibrant and colorful and detailed uh but just in a really different style this is that very thick shellacked acrylic yeah. uh shiny mm-hmm. you know it is look gloss. to it very high gloss um but it reminds me of that stuff mm-hmm. as well yeah and i think the gloss fits it you know a lot of the times the gloss will throw me off you mm-hmm. know like uh valiant books do that a lot it's like right. why is it so fucking shiny right because right. god damn it yeah <laughs> yeah it's like in a jungle or something and everything right. looks like it's covered in lip gloss <laughs> right. jesus christ yeah yeah uh yeah but it serves this really well. It does. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think any other sort of finish on it would have been a mistake. Like, can you yeah. imagine this book with a matte finish? Yeah, it'd be it's weird. Not as impactful at all. Yeah, it'd be really strange looking. Mm. And you know, let's let's look. I can't tell you that the paneling really particularly blew me away at any point. Uh, I mean, it's cool and it's not standardish. Yeah. Um, but it's also standardish. Yeah, you know. You, he kind of moves back and forth, but the, it never goes crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty straight sure. uh, in in how it's presented. Uh, it's pretty easy to follow, you know. Yeah, I can't remember getting lost reading it or anything. Yeah. So all in all, who who should we recommend this to? Well, definitely sci-fi fans, mm-hmm. um, and teetering on sci-fi fans. You know, I could probably give this to a high school kid. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's um, it's definitely adventure, sure. you know. So if you're going into it expecting, like, really high, high-minded sci-fi, it's it's not Frank Herbert kind of stuff. It's mm. this is definitely more like Isaac Asimov's Foundation kind of thing, where it's it's a lot of running around and having fun. Uh, the characters are kind of exciting. Everything that's happening is is fast, right? Yeah. There's there's a clock ticking mm-hmm. all the time, which uh, kind of sets the tone for the book, right? Like mm-hmm. there's literally a clock ticking. Yeah. So based on that, it has the pace that you would imagine it does. Yeah, it's very fast paced, uh, but it also does the clever thing where that time is random, right? So there's right. like one spot where it's like four days or some shit. 
mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything slows down and they're like chilling in a yeah. hotel room right hanging out and there's one time where it's like uh, a long period of time and they're like fuck yeah <laughs> we need to get <laughs> yeah. out of here now <laughs> yeah yeah that sucks <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but you know so it constantly has a pace to it that keeps it moving I uh, it's not super heady you know, it's it's just smart it's enough. Scratching the surface of string yeah, theory and shit. It's it's just smart enough to keep somebody who's not an idiot interested in it, mm-hmm. right? Um, any dumber, and it would start to be sort of grating, but too much more. Completely redefine. I think the tone of the book. Right. You know. Right. It it stays heavily in the adventure genre the sure. entire time. Right, Black Science, Volume 1, Remender, and uh, what is it? Scalera? Scalera and White, yeah. yeah. All three of who probably need mentioned because of how this is put together. Yes, they're good. Other than that, you can always hit this right here. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, we are here at least once a week, sometimes more, yeah. just depending, you know. But we'll be around at least once a week or so. We'll be around. Small breaks, you can also look at that or that one.